Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. So everybody got the rundown? I didn't look at it. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so right. I so I get shit for not looking at the rundown. They're trying Whoa. to keep a baby alive right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, babies they, are like planes. They essentially fly themselves after. Oh a while. my oh, god! No! <laughs> wow! The audacity! I said I thought it would be easier. I thought it would be easier. Did you? Hey, Mike, I love you, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> And welcome, so begins the podcast. Welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Golok Family Podcast, where everyone's angry and tired today. <laughs> I'm Mike Golok Jr. with the rest of my family, who all, for various reasons, is limping into this podcast, leaking I, diesel fuel all over the place. I'm doing fucking great right now. I'm doing, doing great. great. We're doing great. And your Same. mother and I are bocce ball champions. Woo-hoo! Yes. Uh-huh. Taking the world by storm. We had a charity event uh, the other night, and uh, your mother has never played bocce ball in her life. We practice when we walk the dogs. That sounds weird, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we won. Your mother was a star. We did great. We did it was great. awesome. So we are happy. The thing that I think started this the wrong way was Mike saying he was tired, and we said... Mike, you're not tired. Jake and Jenny are tired because they have a newborn. And you said, oh, I'm just as tired as they are. Explain yourself. He's just hung over. I'm hung over and I had to get up at four in the morning to get up and go to the airport today. From the, playing golf with Charles Barkley. Yeah, I, I yes, those were all things that happened. And I wanted to see if I could push Jake and Jenny to the break of extinction. Because yeah. right now, Jenny looks like if she was handed a knife, she'd be able to take down a few people. You're not getting <laughs> shit from me, bro. No emotion. You can, no. You're can. you as tired as you want to be, man. Jake's <laughs> dead inside. Jenny's I thought, I thought Jake died inside like two years ago, but this is like a whole new level. Next level. Yeah. yeah. Jenny, look, the real question though, Jenny, how are you? You gave birth to the kid. I'm still fat, man. I thought like it would just. It's been four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I mean, I have my moments, but 
it's a lot. I've watched so many kids, but it's so much harder. Yep, because they never go home. They don't go home and they can't figure it out. I'm like, bro, I'm sucking boobies out of your nose. You're going to feel better in two seconds. But he freaks out. He's a baby. That's all I know. So you thought it would be easier? Yes. Like a lot easier. Mikey A, when did you, or I should say more your wife, when did you get to a a comfort zone? Or Um, I will let you know when I get there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I have just based on what you just said, is there anything else like raising a child where you think you're ready because you've had little dribs and drabs of watching kids and then you think you're ready for the real deal and then you're not? Is there anything else like well, that? Isn't that like college where because you're technically living on your own and you're technically an adult because you're over 18, all of a sudden you think you're ready for real life and then you go and get an actual job and move somewhere and have to pay rent and all of a sudden you realize it's not fucking sweet out here. It's obviously on a much smaller scale than the baby stuff, but I feel I like that's another one of those one. things. Yeah, It's I still think sweet out here for one. me. I'm having a good time. Oh my God. <laughs> And I could say, if we're talking schooling, I could say for Jake, he didn't study much in college anyway, but he can't, he has to study for this. He has to be involved in the kid's life. So Jake, I don't think it's anything uh, comparing college to, to fatherdom, is it? Not for me. No, I didn't do anything in college. I'm doing a lot right now. <laughs> well, when you think about it, like you can't, you like in college, if you didn't re- want to go to class, you could probably skip one or two. I did. You could get, you could get away with like doing that. You skipped a <laughs> lot of classes. There's no days off. You can't just say, yeah, I'm going to let the baby go for the next wow. eight hours. No, you can't. It's it's amazing that I love something so much, but just hate the rest of my life so much right now. Yeah. So tired. Yeah, it's a lot. How are yeah. you two doing together as a couple? Oh, oh, we're good. We have, a, we, we have a great system worked yeah. out. We're just kind of ships in the night. We just kind of. Yeah. I think we're gonna get couples therapy. Well, I will say the hardest part. I was just talking to my sister-in-law about this. My sister-in-law has a baby six weeks ahead of us, so we're kind of like learning behind them. It's the most you ever bicker, and that's that's hard because you're both tired. Like we're great, but it's like it's the most you get at each other. Like you snip at one another. Yeah, and then like I get in the car, I'm like, "Fuck, I shouldn't have said that when I left." I'm like, "But he's gonna give it back to me later, so it's not a big deal." I could apologize or I could just brace for the next nasty. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so have you guys thought about kid number two yet? Uh, I, I can't even. One kid. I, mean, <laughs> I know we'll get there, man, but holy shit, I can't even. I you have to have even, sex to get there. And now- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Man. It does get better a little bit. You know what I found? Let me let me throw this in here. You know what I found? People you talk to, and it's all based on the age of your kid, they keep pushing the goalpost back on when it's gonna be all better. They say the first month's a blur, and then we got to month one, and they're like, damn, first six weeks kind of fucked up. And then it just keeps going back and back for like a month and a month until finally someone's like. Fucking sucks till they're 18, bro. Like- <laughs> <laughs> as as I'm sure you found out with us, it's just different things at different stages. It Mikey is. A's going through it now at a younger state, but it's just one thing and then 
they grow out of the one thing and then it's the next thing. You think you hadn't figured out like two nights ago, we had great. the best night of sleep. Like, fuck, we got this. Nope, you're here. Uh oh. Uh oh. They, they probably and they shit that, on uh, me seven times this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna have you repeat it for the sake of the pod because you broke up. But the fact that we couldn't hear you and then all of a sudden we heard and then he shit on me seven times. I think it works better for the story. Yeah. It does. It does. Use your so, imagination. Fill in so, the blanks. So when you hear that song, you're gonna miss this. Does it? Does it? I'm not gonna, not gonna miss this, this shit. Nope. You're gonna hold this bad. But you like my sister in laws already like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like he's still because he's only six weeks, but he's still like, smaller and you can still hold him. I miss that stage. I'm like, do you miss this? Oh, come on. Come on. Yeah. Full of shit. Sorry. Kel. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kel, you know what? A much easier kid though. I, I just the, I hate the hashtag everybody uses time stand still. No. Stop. I mean, stop no. with that. No, time no one fucking, wants that. Get get fucking going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grow up, you son yeah. of a bitch. I just want to have fun with him. Like, I want right. to be like, let's right. go to the park or let's do something. Like, you know, right now you, we're just kind of housebound. So I want to right. like, I mean, yeah, we can take him for a walk, but he's not right. like he's enjoying not interactive. it. Yeah. Help, you know? moms, help moms steal this suit of fed from CVS. <laughs> but we're the good thing is, math. like, we think about how close we are with you guys now or and how close we are with my folks, how much fun we have. We're like, well, there's a light at the end of the tunnel because eventually your parents become like your best friends, yep. at least in yep. our cases. Yep. Yeah, yeah, very just, true. It just takes time. Jake right. is just staring off into the <laughs> distance. I mean, wow. Oh, this is this. No is, one is, said it was easy. Wow. They no. Really no, no one did. No. All right. Well, well, there's our update on that. Can we yeah, get to the, can we get to the, can we get to the point about Mike disappearing from the family? Oh Jesus Christ. Do you even fucking right. care anymore? You know what? All right. You know what? Let's 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 have the let's have this out then right now. You guys can all gouge me for whatever you think you're about to do here. We got brain busters coming up, something about birth classes and the most shocking development about my sister in I mean, honestly, outside of Sydney telling us that Ben was into her enough to actually propose, I don't know if we've been this shocked by a development in Sydney's life in God knows how long. As always, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review this podcast. Uh, Mom, have you ever gone? Have you gone through? I know you texted about it before about going back and compiling the people that guests in the comment section on our Apple podcast reviews who got closest to the birth height and weight and measurables for Jackson Golick. Well, that's what is actually number five is birth guesses. Oh, okay. I, I thought that said I, birth classes. No, no. I went back and I looked at it. And honestly, because he came so early, none of them were really, oh. you know, close enough. So what I did was I put all the names of the people who made a guess um, in our uh, review column. And I just picked a name. And so I picked um, Miami. Let's see who Miami underscore Megan. Let's go, um, Megan. Fuck nice. Yes. Yeah. Well, if, she, if she wants to reach out to me, I'll send her some sorry in advance swag for for participating. But there just wasn't like one that was particularly close at all because he came so early and he was small because of that and whatnot. So, well, so I just send decided- you one of his diapers full of shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An authentic Jackson signed diaper. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still had her pregnant at this point in my guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Mikey, you went like two weeks late. Like, I did. Yeah. Yep. 
We yeah. all thought, including myself. So. Yeah. We oh, were me. saying we were saying he weighs about what eight pounds, ten ounces now. That's what Mike weighed when he was born. When he was born, can't even fathom that. Can't even fathom that. <laughs> he was the most respectful size for Jenny's birth. He was. <laughs> 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 he he came out of how do you do yeah. <laughs> no harm done pleasure to meet you uh-huh. so well, did we do we lose sight of mike disappearing from the family no, no i was just gonna say thank thank i was just gonna say thank you to everybody that sent right. those in there even though you all ended up being wrong because of circumstances outside of anyone's control we right. appreciate because there were a lot of people that sent those in and yes. sent yeah news yeah yes. that was nice that was nice but nobody was really close because of the the early arrival. So yeah. So Miami yeah. underscore Megan is the winner. <laughs> so Miami underscore Megan, congratulations. If you are hearing this, please send my mom a direct message on Twitter and tell I'll her where stuff. to send you stuff to. Yep. We thank you for this in classic sorry in advanced fashion. You all tried really hard, but sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, pretty much. That's it. why Dad and I were stunned when we won last night. Because yeah, we usually, like when we got to the semifinals, I'm like, oh, this is usually where we'll peter out. We never, you know, reached the mountain. We were rolling. Yeah, literally rolling the ball, the bocce ball. Yep, there we go. Good he stuff. Was, he was ready for that. It one. felt good. So it was. They were cool medals too. You guys had a you guys yeah. had a strong showing. Yep, we did. We yeah. did. Fucking proud of you guys, man. Thanks, Thanks man. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, mom, you got over the hump. Yeah, she did over the hump. Never played, and you were you were you were one of the leaders. It's good job. Did all right. Yeah. Badminton. How how unbelievable they would have done. We need to get badminton for dad. Yeah. 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 I thought there's that pop up one. I gotta order him. I just want to play with. I just want to play with a shuttlecock. I mean, it had to be said, didn't it? No. No. Shuttlecock. You should start your own line of it called Dadminton. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what a shuttlecock is? Uh, <laughs> what is my it? imagination goes a different way but is it the thing that you hit the badminton thing with yeah yeah, yeah. it's the, the little it's the, the, little racket it's, no it's, no, no, it's not the racket it's, it's the, the ball it's the thing you lack hit of a better term oh. yeah well why do they call it a shuttlecock then shouldn't it be a shuttle know. a shuttle ball i don't know because it's more like a ball cock ball yeah <laughs> <laughs> Same. I'm just saying it's more shaped like a ball than a cock. So, is it? Well, like, isn't there a little ball at the end? It's like of it? a ball. It's like a ball with a little parachute attached to yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, it's more like a ball. It looks like a ball that's going really fast and has those like waves coming off the back, like it broke right. the sound barrier. Right. So, are we not going to talk about Mike ditching us? So, once I, I mean, no, I'm glad we worked through that. I was going to give you guys the floor for it. We just had to talk about the shuttlecocks first. Well, and I had much, much podcast like, business, and I thought it said birth <laughs> classes. I didn't know it said birth guesses. So, like, Mike, when Mike goes away to do something, like a game or a golf tournament or something, or to visit friends, he basically disappears from the, the family, group, family tech, which is fine. We get it. He has something to do. So right. he went for a specific thing. Now, in the course of this podcast, people have learned Mike has moved to L.A. at least for a year, lives about a block or so from the beach, living his best life while he's doing his work out there. And now, not doing anything in particular, you just moved to the West Coast. We barely hear from you anymore. You have basically shut yourself off from the family, and we want to know why. I mean, that's not true. No, you kind of have. Well, also not doing anything in particular. 
starting a new podcast where I am learning how to be the guest booker and take care of the majority of the rundown because Brandon has to take care of so much stuff on the back end essentially means that I'm kind of doing that at all times. I will say in the last week or so, the thing that has definitely clouded this is I started a new Japanese anime show. And when I start an anime show, I've been watching Attack on Titan and holy fuck is that good. But I've watched about 50 episodes in five days. So uh, they're like, 20 they're like 24 ish minutes long so that's sort of extenuating circumstances the same thing that happened when i watched seven deadly sins last year is i just sort of go into a portal where that's the only thing i'm going to do but outside of that i've just been kind of learning my surroundings and learning the podcast format and trying to do my best with that so that and i've also been traveling a lot like you mentioned those other things this will be the first coming up in the next few weeks will be the first two weekend stretch where i've been not flying somewhere for something that i already had on the calendar so that is me pleading my case on this okay that's all we wanted to know like when all I of mean, us travel somewhere, we usually will say going to texting like, is, to Phoenix. Texting is but pretty I, easy. I, 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 for me the other day was in Chicago taking off. Bye. Well, <laughs> I, I disagree with that. There have been so many times over the years where I've had no fucking clue where dad is or why. And he'll just be gone somewhere and there'll be no mention of it. Dad cannot lay claim to ever being the one to actually update his travel plans in public because I almost never know where he is. No, that's true. I'm, I'm probably the least texter of the group um but some of the texts like jenny asked for some credentials the hulu, hulu credentials and your what was your text you said, wait what platform is this and jenny said hulu and, and then you never answered never answered it like, you no. never <laughs> answered it again you just completely <laughs> say, no, I don't have nothing you just got, you were gone you were gone it, it still doesn't work by the way so. <laughs> <laughs> i just said fuck it and turned off the tv yeah. <laughs> Idea. Jenny, I thought I sent you the other password. Did that not, it's work? not working? Shit. So wait, what? That was yet. Was that yesterday? Mike, that was like five days ago. <laughs> Jesus, yesterday? No, yesterday you were golfing with Charles. That was like Saturday. It's when you. It's when she sent the screenshot of the of her computer screen. Right. Oh, I I was looking back and I saw the yacht rock screenshot. It was oh also from God. days ago. Yeah. yeah. Was that I know, yesterday? I was going back to look for it. I, yeah, I don't know. I've been on a plane. It fucks my brain. You sit on, you sit on a fucking plane. Look at your phone. You answered her there. You answered yes, it. Then literally yeah, 30 I seconds did. later, you I can didn't tell you what happened. Anymore. I answered. I went and started to look and try and figure it out because with all of my passwords, I either have them saved in the one password app where I can go and find them. Or if not, they're just the ones that like auto populate based on face ID. And so I was sitting there trying to workshop it and figure out. And then something came up that took my, <laughs> and I forgot what? about it. Cause another, I was, another, I was out away from the house. I wasn't at home when that was going another on. Another episode out, of your animated Japanese move show or whatever. No, I was out at a house party that day. So I was like, <laughs> in a, I was, I'm just saying I was in a room with stuff going on and someone started talking to me in real life while i was trying to do that on the side jake and then left. i got distracted by that jake's gone jake left he's done he's jake done. just walked out jake had enough of your bullshit he just walked out mike fine I, we I didn't feel bad for jenny i mean i'm thinking of myself i'm getting all excited to start watching some show and all i need is the password and mike <laughs> won't fucking answer me i'd be so pissed it's a bad feeling jen what were you trying to watch um the old man <clears throat> 
Oh yeah, I want to watch that too. I I, I want oh, to I download some I'll, of that. I'll tell you guys exactly what happened. Is all of that was happening? I was at a party doing that, and my master password app did the thing where it stops accepting my face ID to get in, and I forget the master password that gets me to the other passwords. Oh, that no. sucks. Yeah, so that was that was the existential crisis that hit, and then someone tried to hand me a drink, and I was like, oh fuck. So can you te- can you text me now? Yeah, I'll try. I'll try and figure this out now because I'll I'll have to reset the password so I can get in here anyway. So I'll figure wow. it. I'll figure it out after. Yeah, this send podcast. it to all of us because obviously I have the wrong one now as well. But I I want to check that old, that one out too, Jenny, old man or whatever. That looks uh, looks like it's pretty good. She moved on. <laughs> she did. It seems mm-hmm. so. There was mm-hmm. a doggy on the other side. No, Jake asked. Jake asked for the binoculars. There's a boat that's smoking on the water. A lot. I want to take a peek. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks for these. You know, were, you guys, were you guys close to where the whale was in Boston? Yeah, like, right. right, not even a mile from our house. Really? Yeah, it would have been cool to see. Jake and Jenny have a great office that just overlooks the ocean. The ocean. They're right there. And Jake has binoculars out now. And You make us sound a lot more rich than we yeah, actually like, are. Yeah, like, do you see the <laughs> ceiling behind us? My ceiling is smiling behind me. <laughs> Jake and Jenny go out at night and look at the telescope, gaze up at the horizon, wonder about the no, mysteries of the universe. What's he, what's he looking at in those binoculars? Are you peeping Tom? What the hell? It's just the water. I'm just looking at a boat. It was smoking a lot. It's just a dredger. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I don't even see a boat. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mike, uh, real quick, for those that will never know how it is, how was spending time with probably the Hottest broadcaster out there that just turned down millions of dollars from Liv, Charles Barkley, who yeah, just did a tournament it? with him. Uh, Charles was awesome. I, it, it, Charles, it was interesting because for so much of our life, when you know we were growing up and Mike and Mike was doing what it did and Dad was you know at the height of his popularity, when we would go out places, especially if we were around South Bend or like places that were familiar – like we'd have people coming up to dad all the time, asking to take pictures, you know, doing that. And dad was always really good about it until it was like when we're at like mid meal at dinner and people were coming up for that. It was like that, but a thousand times yeah. more yeah. with Charles Barkley. And I was just amazed how well he was able to handle all of that. Like he's super like, again, the beauty of Charles Barkley is he's just himself all the time. Like there's not a, a filter. There's not an off switch. He's just, so he doesn't have to account for that. He's just the same guy you see on TV, which is awesome to hang out with. But he does a really good job and said as much. So I was at Jordan Cornette, who him and his wife, Shay, came to our golf outing before. Uh, Jordan's uh, brother was, un- older brother was unfortunately lost to a heart attack as a young athlete after his time at Butler in college. And so their foundation um, raises money to... Uh, help research about heart disease and all these things that are such a, a killer worldwide for so many people. And he had Charles uh, Barkley and Jay Williams on like a panel and they were talking about a lot of these things. And Charles says, and he actually lives, he's like, 
when anyone comes up to talk to me, he goes, I want them to feel very special. I want them to feel like they're the only person in the room because they may never get a chance to interact with someone who has the experiences that I've had or has the opportunities that I've had. And so he does a good job of that, man. Like you, you would just see him and he wouldn't make like a show of it, but I saw him walk down in the lobby of the hotel and he walked back into the kitchen and said hi to everyone in the staff back there and was asking them how their day was going. We were sitting up on our rooftop having a few drinks after the tournament and he walked over a woman who was part of the custodial staff was over by the elevator and he just went over and talked with her for a little bit and kind of said hi. So he's, he's very good at managing all of the attention that comes with being Charles Barkley, which was overwhelming to watch. Like all of the rest of us just watched it happen with him and could not fathom having to deal with that as your everyday part of your life. Wow. It sounds like though he's awesome. Yeah. I mean, listen, I first met him. I was with the Eagles. He was with the Sixers. So we've known each other since way back in those days. But I mean, he's blown up to the, yeah. you know, we, we always say, I don't, people will say we don't listen to, we wonder why sport uh, broadcasters get paid as much because you don't listen to a game or whatever for them. People listen, want to listen to Barkley. He's the hottest oh, yeah. thing out there for yeah. sure. Well, and that show in general, like everyone yeah. was asking questions about the relationships with, you know, Shaq and what it's like with Ernie and Kenny and all those guys on the show. I will say the one thing I, cause daddy, he and I talked a lot of, you know, he referenced a lot about you and, you know, being in Philadelphia and he goes back and lives there in the summertime because Arizona is so damn hot. And he did say that his daughter just had her first kid and it's his first grandkid. Right. And Charles is like a year younger than you, but it was just funny hearing him on stage talking about his feelings about his first grandkid. And it was like verbatim what you have said about Jackson when asked about it. So yeah. I thought it was, thought it was cool. Like very similar life stages yeah. for both of you guys. He's a good dude. He's yeah. a good dude. Did you see him golf at all? Is the swing any better? Man, I tell you what, Chuck's out there balling on the golf yeah. course. Right really? Now. He, wow. um, I forget who he said he, his swing coat, he got a, he had a guy came up to him in a tournament. He said he had largely stopped golfing for like four or five years. He would just play in his friends charity tournaments, but he had taken so many lessons that he felt like every time he's quote was every time I stepped over the ball, it felt like I was hearing fucking ghosts because I had yeah. like 11 different voices <laughs> in my head. And the guy who's his, who has been his coach now is widely regarded as like the best short game coach in professional golf. He has like a bunch of the top 20, top 30 golfers in the world. And he started working with Chuck and it's completely changed his game up. And he was awesome out there on the course. He is a very good golfer now. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That's good. Took it serious. That's good with that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, no, Charles, Bar- Charles Barkley as advertised, like yeah. it, it's every part of what you the experience. see is what you get. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it, it is. It is much like I always say about Stu Gotts. What you see is what you get for better or for worse. <laughs> Jesus. You rarely see those two used yeah. in the same sentence. Wow. But that's nice to hear about somebody. Yeah, like that. it is. It really is. So yep, usually no. when you meet somebody, you're kind of can be disappointed at times Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't sound like that's the case. No, so. nope. Nope, was super. I mean, he had more people coming up to him. Will you, will you, uh, let me FaceTime my brother. Or will you send this <laughs> message to so and so or anything like And he just did it. He did it. He wow. just, he would I just mean, do th- it. that's what's amazing because I'll be out somewhere and two people will ask me for an autograph and they'll be like, is this okay? You know, we don't want to. I'm like, you're two people. Yeah. I said, I'm not someone that has a ungodly amount of people around them like Barkley yeah. who has to deal with that constantly. So it's good to know that that he treats people well. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like watching the the other's angle of a zombie movie where everyone's just coming towards them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. All right. So do we want to talk about Sid's newfound passion? I mean, shit. We might as well. Um, it's been sort of wild to see. So Sydney, how many? Um, when did this start? Because somewhere along the line in the last few weeks, we just started seeing either on social media or in the family group chat, which I've been accused of not being enough of a part of, uh, Sydney constantly feeding in there the different books that she has been absolutely burning through. So Sydney, how many books have you read in whatever the time is since the start of your first read this summer? I've only read two. So I'm hit. This is, this is what happens. So let me, let me just preface this whole thing. So I read, I average about a book a year until this year, but it, I have, I read like the first five pages. It's torture to get through. And then I set down the book. I won't touch it for two months. Then I pick it up again and I'll finish the goddamn book in 10 hours. Like something just happens. Like I have to get through the first like 10 pages and then I'm hooked. And I swear every year since Ben and I have started dating and I've done that, I've never seen him more proud of me. Like he just, if I'm sitting on my couch reading and the TV's off, he just smiles and he keeps doing what he's doing. And so I swear it's like the most proud. It's like, oh my God, you look so cute right now, like reading. And I'm like, it's, it's very odd, but, but Colleen Hoover, this author, she's sweeping the nation, sweeping the world. She does like Jenny, how would you, it's like, it's like romance thriller, not all yeah. the time, but yeah. Yeah. That's how I would it's describe like, it. Like it's a lot of romance, you know, but still some thriller. Yeah. Is it, got- is it dirty romance? She, she, I mean, she can write some pretty raunchy scenes. Like, yeah, I wouldn't call it like the whole thing. No, it's It's not not 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Are there pictures? No. (laughs) Ew. Uh, Yeah. I was just, I was asking a question. (laughs) Pictures? I just read the book. I didn't mean raunchy pictures. But I mean in the book. Who reads a book with pictures? When's the last time you read a book with pictures? Probably the last time I read a book. No. Had pictures. Anyways. You used Any- to read books with like wooden ships on the cover yeah. all the time. Cussler. Colleen Hoover is my Clive Cussler. Like I there think she, I love her writing. And so ever since I've started my, I don't know what you want to call this, my new passion for reading. I read like two Colleen Hoover books in like three days. Like yeah, when I was out there, you got a new one. Have you not started it? I haven't touched it yet. So this I'm hitting my lull right now. Like okay. I'm taking a break. I'm watching a TV series. I have to finish house. I have to see house through. And then I'll start. Uh, I think it's called Rem- reminders of him. Okay. I'll start that. But it could, I could start it in two days. I could start it in December. That one's I don't know. sad, but it's cute. They're all, they've all been kind of sad, but uh, yeah. they're good. I think being a famous author would be sick. Like if you really, like people didn't really know your face. Well, yeah, I guess that's the <laughs> question of how famous then though, because like you hit a certain level and like, obviously things have gone sideways for her, for a number of her own boneheaded comments. But like JK Rowling became one of the biggest figures in pop culture when Harry Potter went the way that it did. Right. So that I might wouldn't be recognize her though. That is true. I don't know if I could pick J.K. Rowling oh, I could. at this point. I could. No idea. Well, I yeah. couldn't. I could. So, what about like 
I'm trying to think of another famous Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could pick him out. I could uh, not. Gresham. John Gresham. John Gresham. John Gresham. Gresham. I couldn't yeah. pick out any of these people. I can't say his name, but I could pick him out. So is there any doubt that of all of us, there's no doubt Jake and I are the least of readers. Jake, you have and probably not now is a great time to ask you. I haven't about- gone cover to cover on a book since third grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. That's did, not, you, uh, did you not read the Pat Tillman book? No, I didn't read the Pat Tillman book. Oh. <laughs> I, read sh- I, I have not read shit since Captain Underpants. I've read nothing. I didn't read shit in college. I didn't read shit in high school. I didn't do shit. All right. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> do I you didn't re- fucking read? But let me ask you a question. Do you regret that? No, I don't. I think you're just really tired. Yeah. Right we, no, well, we tried to last year. He got on like a really good stretch. I didn't, finish, I didn't, finish, I didn't, finish, I didn't finish the book. Like, great stretch of like, I'm going to read. It. He only had a goal of 10 pages a day. 10 pages a day. I couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. Jake? Well, what book was it, Jake? Um, Some space book? Yeah, no, it was space book. <laughs> then, we, then we tried a different one. Then we tried... Um, which one it was a famous book. Jake, <laughs> so read a book. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're tired. You just don't like to read. No, you you do like, so. Every instructions that we have for, like, baby gear, you yeah. just immediately... Like, he Jake sees was... words and he throws it out. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What is going to happen when you have to encourage your child? I'm just imagining Jake opening up and it's like a scene in the movie where the words all start moving around and he just throws it. Sounds just so fucking hot. So Jake will be a big help when Jackson comes home with his summer reading project. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna lie. We're gonna use Mike's awards. No, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to not gonna make him magically do it. Oh, he's gonna oh, have to oh. read a book and do a report that all the parents always have to help with. I'll do it. You guys, Ben told me he never asked for help with homework ever growing up. Fuck Ben. Yeah, I, mean, I believe you know, it. He said he just yeah. figured it out. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm I mean, not helping my kids with your- their homework. His mom was living the dream, let me tell you. I don't know. Like I his parents are really parents. smart too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It'd have been a good smart. resource. Yeah. So, so I said you don't want to start a book club then. What do you mean? You should people, join you, a book club. You pick a book. No, have Sid pick a book and like the listeners oh. can read along with Sid. And I then- would do that for sure. All right. <laughs> Reminders of him. Colleen Hoover. Let's get this started. Okay. All right. Let's the do Sydney- it. And we post this podcast. Anyone who wants to join the Sydney Golick Book Club that almost exclusively reads Colleen Hoover. Yes, and I'll po- we'll post it on Twitter. Said I'll 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 finish it before the next podcast. Okay. Let me just say, Jake and I will not be part of this. Okay. Me, me and Jenny will be part of it, right, Jen? Yeah, I read this one, but yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Mm-hmm. By I the have, by I the way, <laughs> to shoot Dad some bail about pictures in books. I am currently, uh, I'd say, a little more than halfway through Midnight in Chernobyl, and there's pictures in this book. Of Chernobyl. Hey, see, there okay. you go. Of Chernobyl, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Pictures. Okay. Some, All right. Pretty grisly shit, but... but... Pictures can tell a story. They can. All right. They can. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Quickly, quickly, because we haven't discussed it on our family podcast, uh, your Vegas trip and the video, just because that was kind of a big deal. It was last week, but... Uh, 
just you know oh, how man. the experience was it, it was very cool to be asked again they did we did uh, to the release of the notre dame uniform for the shamrock series against byu in vegas they did a spoof on hangover and mike and i both played chow basically we were both that person and we were in the scene in the desert when they exchanged the satchel for in this case it was the uniform and not doug and it was fun. Mike, I got to say, you were phenomenal with the chow sounds, the chow actions. Michael Mayer, Isaiah Foskey, the two players, and then Marcus Freeman, the head coach, who this is not their job to be able to do this kind of stuff. They were great. It was, I thought, and the filming was phenomenal by uh, the Irish media. I, I thought it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to do, and it was great to be asked to do it. I had so many of, uh, like, friends of ours who were in college around the same time as us because fighting Irish media when we were in college was me and Brandon Newman going around with a flip camera doing bullshit MTV crib style video tours of the Goog. I remember it. And now they've got this massive budget to put produce things like this. It's remarkable it how is. much has changed in like 10 years for them. That was... Think of what Trick Shop Monday could could have been if it was a decade oh, later. Mom, I remember when I came back because Trick Shop Monday, which is a longstanding <laughs> tradition when we were there, persisted like seven or eight years after. I came right. back when they did Trick Shop Monday with Marty Smith from College Game Day when he was out there. And the same thing. They had all these like handheld body cameras that you would see for like when they did. It was the same cameras they used when Notre Dame did its Showtime behind the scenes series. That is how they hard they've glowed up. And the fact that they planned and put all that together and somehow managed to pull it off and make like a thing that was universally liked by oh, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Even Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Even like Notre Dame. Yeah. Like yeah. the video. So it was wild. That's, that's it was wild. everyone loved it. So I happen to find this review on uh, irishillustrated.com, and I just wanted to run it by you guys uh, out loud. It loves the Gullicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They used to hack at us uh, all the time. I mean, listen, again, college college football (laughs) message boards are among the, like, filthiest places on earth. And if you've ever lived there, tiger droppings, tech sags, any of those, that's how you know you're like ready to handle today's internet because it's never as bad as the message. No, it's not. It's not. Go ahead. Well, Notre Dame fan 5931 had this to say. Notre Dame has finally given in to moral corruption. This was clearly demonstrated by the video released this morning. It glorifies a movie about sex, gambling, drugs, and other vices. Also, playing a game in Vegas necessitates taking the Irish boys into the capital of the devil's playground, Las Vegas. The city is rife with thieves, perverts, and tricksters. I wish Father Jenkins would take the reins of the football program and steer it away from the darkness. Oh, that's amazing. Sydney, I would like <laughs> to be the family be spokesperson. Voice. Yeah, yeah, I would like Sydney to be the family spokesperson to answer that person. What would you say to that person, Sid? This guy sounds like a fucking loser. <laughs> And there you go. (laughs) I'll tweet it if you want me to. (laughs) What what was that string? It was thieves something and tricksters. Tricksters. The city is rife with thieves, perverts, and tricksters. Wow. I will maintain home field apparel who has worked with us in the thick six shirts the dad's currently wearing right now. I want thieves, perverts, and tricksters, tricksters on a yeah. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that game in, yeah. You can sell you can sell it in Notre Dame colors and in yes. BYU colors. There I you think go. Both sides would appreciate it. That's I, I want agree. a shirt that says thieves, perverts. I'm gonna and wear that to the Vegas game this year. That is awesome. Yes. 
Yeah. Awesome. I do, yeah. I do think with the Notre Dame video, it was a missed opportunity of having me as the limo driver because that's just kind of like me. I'm just kind of in the background, <laughs> you out there trying and like that's just where I'm at. You, you, Jake, you'd have enjoyed it because you the the limo driver got to speed off, like just yeah, just peel out. Peel out. Yeah. You'd love Perfect. that. That guy, yeah. that guy was addicted to the power behind the wheel. <laughs> actually, actually, if Marcus Freeman played the part of Bradley Cooper, if Jake played that, there would have been people to think that that was, was actually really Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Because yeah. Jake, it's Jake. Uh, people say it looks like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, was a lot, no, that was a lot of hair follicles ago. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, join, join me, brother. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to get to I'm the watch because yes. I got to go. Dan's got to go, so we're going to do me the. Um, we don't have a brain buster, um, but we have a would you rather. The mob did this, would you rather? And it's oh, a good one. I just kind of came up with it on my own, like because of the the mega millions being a billion dollars this last week. Would you rather have been the person to win the billion dollars and be anonymous or be somebody like Tom Brady or Tiger Woods who's worth a billion dollars but has the fame and the anonymous. 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 Oh, yeah. God, anonymous. let me let me be the anonymous lottery winner. Just leave me the fuck alone and let okay. me live my life. I, I already said if I had won mega millions, like you guys were just like, I know the joke was I have not been in the family, uh, the family group chat, the group chat of the world, never see me again. <laughs> yeah. Gone. I would, I would continue, like, I would just kind of just vanish. Like you guys would know, and like Ben's family would know, and like maybe a few friends. Colleen Hoover would know. Colleen Hoover would know. I'd be gone. I'd be gone. I'd just be living my life. So so there's no, there's no want to, to like be the best at something in the world along with that. Like to have the ability. I'd be the best lottery winner. Most of them end up dead. I'd be alive. Okay. I was just curious. Mikey A, same with you. Oh, anonymous easily. Yeah. Yeah. You too. I don't know. I don't know. There's part of me that wouldn't want, would like to be looked at as the best in the world at something. Like to have achieved it, to like made it. I think Ben would have picked. Well, Ben doesn't like attention, but Ben likes achieving stuff. Right. So, so I was just wondering if it would like just that feeling of like, God, I made this, I achieved this, I was able to do this. Well, I see. I think I think that might be a different prompt. Is would you? Because I I initially read this as would you rather have the billion dollars and be anonymous, or would you rather have a billion dollars and be famous? I think there's a difference yeah. of would you rather have a billion dollars winning that in the lottery or get to be the absolute best at whatever your chosen field was? I guess that's why I picked yeah. like Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah, because t- they're both like billionaires both. and considered I, see, the best. I, I thought you just meant like around like the attention that they oh, were no, no, no. So does that, just, does that change does your that thought change then? Uh, no, probably not. But, you okay. know, it's I, I think it's I think it's at least more compelling because like it also would be interesting like we all had a thing that we tried to do most for most of us, it was sports. And, you know, now there's been careers after that. Now dad, like for a, you know, for a time, like was the best at his thing in, you know, the biggest morning sports talk national radio show in the history of the medium. So you kind of got to touch that a little bit, but for the rest of us, like it would, if you could choose to be the best at anything, would it still be the stuff that you chose to do while you weren't certain of that? Like, would you choose a different path if you knew I can, I will end up as the best at this? No, I'd have rather been the best at football <laughs> than broadcasting. I don't know. I would probably pick something less painful than swimming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just curious, like, just, you know. I'm trying to think of what I'd want to be the best at. Jake, Jenny, what do you want to be the best at? Jenny, oh, anything? Jake? What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jake wants to be the best dad he can be. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's the one. I just don't think women's sports are there yet. Like I would want to pick and then I'm just like, mm, I don't know. So actor, there I, you go. Now I we can finally hear the speech. I think I because I watched the bear on FX, I think being like the best chef in the world would be awesome. That would be cool. See, that's Did a you, lot of pressure though. That lot like you invite somebody over it for is. dinner and they're like, You made me a pressure. hamburger? Like, yeah. like I don't wanna have to do that every yeah. time. Well, you, you no. gotta make the best hamburger every time. <laughs> yeah, like no, yeah. I don't wanna have to deal with that. But like, I feel how, like how does Gordon Ramsay feel, you know? But like, I feel yelling like, at everybody. By the way, did you see Gordon Ramsay got in trouble on with uh, kids on TikTok? Because I think it was Gordon Ramsay. Was he doing I, reviews? Like, he, no. Apparently, he was seen in a video picking out a lamb for slaughter, and then was rubbing his hands together, going "Yummy, yummy." Oh. <laughs> and I was like, "That's how food's made." It is. Like, I think we pretend sometimes. That, yeah, like, but sometimes you don't want to see the sausage made. My aunt does that every Easter. Yeah. <laughs> she, goes and, she goes to a farm and is like, that's the one. Oh, and then yeah. a few hours yeah. later, she takes it home. That's the I, one. I could never. I think I there's something never. to be said for having to stare down the reality of the situation if you are going to be someone who's a carnivore. It's like, hey, like, you got to understand, like, this is, how yeah. this is where babies come from. Like, yeah. Yeah, with some wild shit. But no, I mean, being a chef would be cool because I remember so distinctly we were like at, we were at some concert and we were backstage and one of the I think it was like Dan and Shay were back there and they were getting ready to sing Happy Birthday to someone and they just did it very effortlessly. Right. And I was like, oh, that's just easy for them because they've done this for so long. I feel like cooking the perfect hamburger would be very easy when you were Super Chef Bobby Flay. But you're you always food. you always have to like he said when people come over they're gonna want you to cook like. When when people go over to someone's house, I don't expect you to sing every time. Like you're always, I don't know. I kind of get what he's saying. Like there's labor. That's labor intensive. That's why I'd rather just be not good at anything in anonymous. <laughs> I'm with you. So oh, honestly, in lucky, that yeah. way, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Best Less reader pressure. ever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Biggest Colleen Hoover fan. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> At Sydney Golick, number one Colleen Hoover, Hoover fan. fan. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. Sorry in advance, as always, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, you can always respond to any of the things we talk about on the show. If you'd like to be Super Chef Bobby Flay, if you'd want to just be a lottery billionaire. And of course, keep your eye out for Sydney Golick's official book club starting on this podcast. It meets every other week, and it is reading exclusively Colleen Hoover Hallelujah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you check it out thanks for listening and as always we're sorry in advance i'm not sorry for love loving colleen hoover so much she, she's a great writer she's so good 